you truly never know what's going to happen in the MLB offseason. And the Boston Red Sox have already started to add to their depth. Join me on today's episode of Locked On Red Sox, where I go through all of the transactions that took place over the last week for Boston. You are Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Red Sox, your daily Boston Red Sox podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gabby Hurlbut, former ESPN social media associate and current host of the Boston Balling Podcast, and I am here to bring you the latest in all things Boston Red Sox, Monday through Friday, straight to your favorite podcast feed for free. And who doesn't love free? If it's free, why not do it? So I am here every day. Thank you for making the show your first listen of every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E-Medical.com. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked on Red Sox. And don't forget, you can download the SiriusXM app and get the home broadcast of every Red Sox game straight to your feed so you don't have to miss a single pitch of Red Sox baseball. And you definitely won't want to do that come 2024. So make sure to download the app today so that you don't have to worry about missing a Red Sox game, even when you're unable to sit and watch the whole game in full. So there's been a lot of talk so far since Greg Breslow has been hired about what he should do with the Boston Red Sox and what kinds of moves he should make to make them a better team in 2024. And we can speculate all we want and have things we desire to have happen, but you never really know how it's going to turn out in the end. And we just have to trust that, Breslow has that knowledgeable baseball mind to make the appropriate moves needed for this team to be back in contention. Now, they already have started to indicate that they're going to take some action. They improved their depth a little bit by adding a minor league outfielder. The idea of this is that the Red Sox can just have simply another outfielder in the minor league system. It's not meant to be anything to overthink, but his name is Mark Contreras. He's a former Minnesota Twins outfielder. He was a ninth round pick from UC Riverside in 2017 and spent most of his last three years in AAA. Limited MLB experience in 2022 slashed a stat line of 274 batting average 352 on base percentage and 418 slugging in 2023. One thing that's good about him is he plays all three outfield positions. It's good to know that the Red Sox can kind of flop him around from position to position within the outfield because they're going to need that outfield depth not only at the major league level, but also in the minors. I mean, he just has a very small sample size, so it's hard to really judge how he's going to be 
right now, but he made his major league debut in 2022 and appeared in 28 total games during that time. He hit three home runs and drove in six runs during that stretch to go with along with a slash line of 121, 148, and 293. So he certainly came a long way and showed improvement in 2023. I'd like to see more games from him before judging his ability level at the major league level. But in the minors, he was hitting well overall in a few year span. So he crushed 20 home runs across 114 games in 2021, 15 in 2022 and 102 games and 10 home runs in 2023 and 90 games. So he's definitely a bit of a power hitter. He will hit the ball out of the park and Fenway is definitely the type of place for a hitter like that to thrive. So for him, the question is going to become, what is his role going to be? Is he going to be a player who the Red Sox foresee coming up to the majors at some point relatively soon to make an impact? Or is he somebody who's going to hang out in the minors, maybe develop a little bit more, see if the Red Sox can eventually move him in a trade for somebody down the road? Or would he just chill in the minors and just be a simple depth piece? Because right now, there is just a lot of players in that outfield between Jaron Duran, Alex Verdugo, Masataka Yoshida, Sadam Rafaela, Willier Abreu, Rob Snyder. These are all players that, as of right now, stand in that Red Sox outfield. Now, I'm almost positive one of those guys will be traded, particularly Alex Verdugo would be the guy if I had to guess. But the chances of Contreras seeing time in the majors is very slim. I think it would really just be if one of the guys in the outfield happens to get injured and they need to call somebody up. Maybe he gets his opportunity then, but I think we'll primarily see him in Worcester spending most of his time there. And also, it obviously just can't hurt to have the depth. This is a move that doesn't really move the needle too much. It's just a situation where the Red Sox needed to feel like they have some sort of security, and it's never a bad thing to have that depth in the system. Breslow definitely obviously has his eye on more things, bigger things. So don't draw the conclusions about what he may or may not do moving forward because he started with a smaller move like this. I think this is more just to get his feet wet, gain that depth in the outfield. And again, you never know how a player is going to pan out until they're actually doing it. So he's shown promise in the outfield in the minors. So who's to say he can't show up at the major league level and do that same thing. I feel like he deserves an opportunity, maybe showcase his skills and who knows, maybe he does have a chance to come up at some point, or maybe the Red Sox see more value in him than the numbers might show. And they could have been working on a situation to make room for him in the outfield at the major league level 
that involves moving a couple of their current players. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen. I likely think one outfielder will be moved. But this Mark Contreras signing to me shows a step forward. They are doing something to take action this offseason. And it proves to me that they are planning on making moves. They have a plan in mind. Craig Breslow particularly has a plan in mind. So I like that something was done to just show that action was taken and the Red Sox aren't sitting around not thinking about moves that make sense to make. Coming up, I'm going to be talking about different transactions for the Boston Red Sox that happened over the last week. Some of them you may be happier to hear about than others. We spend a lot of time talking together, you and I. We get fired up together on wins and losses, who starts and who sits. I'm thankful for that connection we have. And today, I want our chat to be a little more personal. Whether you're on extended travel, bracing for a major weather event, or limited by yet another supply shortage, you are covered, my friend. Thanks to our partners at Jace Medical, life-saving antibiotics and a long list of daily medications can be ordered in a one-year supply. Even ED generics for Cialis, Viagra, and Rabashio prescriptions. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout for a discount as well. A verified customer had this to say about Jace. I am thankful for this service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut pills in half to have it. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love would love to get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily medication, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. It's always good to have that peace of mind, especially when it comes to medications and sicknesses, because you really never know what's going to happen. So the Jace case has you covered. Just use that promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off. Also, don't forget to download the SiriusXM app and search Red Sox because you can generate the Red Sox home broadcast of every game straight to your feed. And as an adult, we all have a lot of responsibilities and things we have to get done during the day and in the evening and our jobs, the stress of our jobs could carry over into at night. And maybe we don't have time to sit down and watch a game in full, or we need to be moving around doing something to let that stress out. You can be productive while still listening to the game so if you download the SiriusXM app and search Red Sox, you can get that home broadcast of every game straight to your feed so you don't have to worry about missing it. You can be productive and listen and still be able to be in the loop on what's going on with the Boston Red Sox. Speaking of being in the loop, Justin Turner came out and said the other day that he really hopes he can stay in Boston. I guess he sat down with Craig Breslow in the home dugout at Fenway the other day talking for a while and basically what came out of it from Justin Turner's end is look I don't know what's going to happen nobody knows the future the Boston Red Sox have to do what's best for them as an organization 
And I hope that includes me, but if it doesn't, I totally understand. Maybe I'll go elsewhere and get acclimated to another city. But what Boston has done for us has been great, meaning he and his wife, because she really has embraced everything about being in Boston as well. So he said, I'd love to stay here, but at the end of the day, it's really up to them. And hearing that felt good because it validated everything that I had been thinking about how Justin Turner feels about playing in Boston. Because he truly did embrace everything that being in a Boston uniform entails. That idea of hard work, not giving up and overcoming obstacles and aiming high, which is a championship and showing good leadership for your teammates. He just displayed so many of those attributes that you want to have on your favorite team. And what I got from that conversation was, yes, look, I'd love to stay here, but I understand if that's not going to happen. There's a lot of teams after Justin Turner. I guess he's gaining a lot of interest, which makes sense because of the season that he had in 2023. So whether the Red Sox let him walk or bring him back, we have to trust that what they decide to do is what's best for the organization. But it was definitely comforting to hear that he wants to stay because Turner is the type of player that I would imagine a lot of younger players in the league look up to. Obviously, the Boston Red Sox players do. But if you're a young player on another team that wants to be successful in Major League Baseball, Turner is somebody who is successful and has put himself together a great career. And to hear those words coming from him that he would love to come back to Boston is going to make some of those younger players say, hey, maybe I'll want to play for the Boston Red Sox one day. Maybe that'll be my team. And him leading by example naturally like that could be good for the Boston Red Sox organization as a whole because so many people around baseball saw the difference that Justin Turner made to that team in 2023. And if he's saying he enjoys playing in Boston and wants to come back, and I'm another player who has always looked up to him during his career, I'm thinking, wow, maybe Boston's a great place to play. I want to play there too. So props to Justin Turner. Like I said, I'm a huge fan. Whatever happens, happens, but I'll root for him no matter where he goes, unless it's the Yankees, because I want him to succeed. Other transactions that happened over the last week and week and a half or so just to give you a summary of what's been going on in Red Sox land. So on November 2nd, James Paxton elected free agency. I totally saw this coming. I mean, the guy pitched well early on, but then degressed. And it's only natural for him to want to try to go elsewhere because his value was pretty high at the trade deadline. And I almost thought the Red Sox were going to end up trading him. But I guess they didn't like any of the packages they were getting offered for him. So they kept him. But with the season he had in 2023, his value is pretty high now. So it makes sense that he would want to explore free agency and see what's out there and see what kind of deal he'll get. It's definitely not going to be back with the Boston Red Sox. At least I hope not. The Red Sox need an upgrade from a pitching standpoint. And what they got out of Paxton for about half a season was good. 
but he needs to go off and do his thing and go elsewhere because unfortunately he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. That same day on November 2nd, the Red Sox activated shortstop Adalberto Mondesi from the 60 day injured list. But once they activated him, he elected free agency as well. I mean, he didn't play at all. He was injured all season long. So it's hard for the Red Sox to formulate a deal with him that mutually works for both parties when he didn't play. So he wasn't able to contribute. So the Red Sox have nothing to go off of to know if he's somebody that they could see be a part of this team. And it's unfortunate because when the Red Sox signed him, I was actually excited to have him because I wanted to just see how he would get acclimated with playing in Boston with these teammates and how much he would be able to succeed because you never know with a new player, it could be the right environment for them. It could be the completely wrong environment for them. So I wanted to see what he could do, but it makes sense on both ends that he chose to elect free agency because the Red Sox probably said, look, we don't really have enough to go off of with you. So you owe it to yourself to go out and explore free agency. Also taking place on November 2nd, an outfielder that every Red Sox fan grew to love during the 2023 season was Adam Duvall. He had a very hot month of April before he got injured. And then when he came back from the injured list, he was on fire again at the plate. He decided to elect free agency as well. I figured he would elect free agency. This was kind of a no brainer to me. He had a good season in 2023. So again, he owes it to himself to see what's out there. I wouldn't count the Red Sox out as a return spot for him. I don't think it'll happen. I think it's more likely that Turner returns than him. But I think from the standpoint of him and his numbers that he had in 2023, his bat will certainly be missed in Boston. But again, with the overcrowded outfield situation, they might be better off just not bringing him back because what's one less player in the outfield that they have to worry about doing something with or moving. So he elected free agency. I'm sure wherever he goes, he'll succeed because he's a talented player and he's a veteran with experience and he's used to moving around. So I'm sure he'll be successful with wherever he goes if it's not Boston. On November 6th, the Red Sox activated Jaron Duran from the injured list. This one is exciting because obviously he had a fantastic season and provided a big spark for Boston when they needed it at the plate. And his improvement from 2022 to 2023 was very significant. And I was excited about him and the idea of him improving and contributing in 2023, but I didn't expect him to improve nearly as much as he did. So I'm very excited that he's back. He couldn't play the last part of the season because he got hurt climbing over the wall in the outfield trying to make a catch. So I'm happy he's back because he could be a huge asset. I don't want to see the Red Sox move him. I think he has a lot more left in the tank and a lot more he can contribute. So hopefully when they're designing that plan for the outfield, He's somebody who is still here and that they're not moving. Two more players elected free agency on November 6th that 
weren't as good for the Red Sox. Joely Rodriguez, he was up and down. He was pitching not so great, and then he pitched well for a few games and then kind of slumped back into not pitching well. He couldn't really stay healthy all season either. So this one doesn't really affect me too much or the Red Sox too much because they know they have to get pitching depth. And they've made that their number one mission for this offseason is to go out and get some pitchers. And Joely wasn't one of their best arms out of the bullpen anyway. Even if he decided not to elect free agency, I would have said find some way to move him or get this guy off the roster because they're at the point now where they can't have mediocre pitchers out of the bullpen. They need competitive pitchers out of the bullpen. And Joely, to me, wasn't competitive enough to be in that conversation of competitive pitchers that the Red Sox need. So him electing free agency just makes sense and is better for the Red Sox. Corey Kluber also elected free agency on November 6th, but good luck to him. Who knows if he's going to get a contract anywhere? I mean, the poor guy just did not have it in Boston, struggled all season long as a starter and out of the bullpen. So if I'm another team, I'm looking at that situation and I'm saying, why would I even bother? Like, why would I sign him? Because what did he do to contribute this season? So I think he's going to have a very hard time finding a team now that is willing to commit to him. And it is unfortunate. I mean, the best he can do is a one-year deal at this point, but I feel like he's going to be stuck in free agency because nobody's going to bite on him. The Red Sox activated right-handed pitcher Wyatt Mills from the 60-day injured list on November 6th. Can he stay healthy, please? Because the Red Sox could use a healthy pitcher with all of the injuries they had in 2023. That's the biggest thing for me is can he stay healthy and can he stay on the field? Because I think there's potential there. But again, we didn't get to see enough of it because he was injured. And so I would like to see more from him. It'll be interesting to see if the Red Sox keep him in the organization or not. That was the same day Justin Turner elected free agency and Obviously, I saw that one coming. It wasn't a surprise. Maybe he'll come back. Maybe he won't. Who knows? But we'll know soon enough. Right-handed pitcher Justin Garza elected free agency as well on November 6th. (laughs) He wasn't the best. I mean, there were days where I was in on Garza and days where I was completely out on Garza. He was an emotional roller coaster. You never really knew what you were getting from him and the inconsistency really came back to bite him. So again, he falls into the category of relievers that I could do without because he's not a reliever to me that elevates the Boston Red Sox and makes them a better baseball team. So I'm totally fine with him electing free agency and not coming back in 2024. The Red Sox need to lock in and focus on getting some pitching talent in there that is going to elevate this team. Speaking of somebody who does elevate this team, a Red Sox player that we all know and love recently won a huge honor of an award for the Red Sox. So I'm going to be going into that next Don't forget that you can subscribe to Locked on Red Sox on your favorite podcast platform with new episodes for free Monday through Friday. Just search Red Sox wherever you listen to podcasts and you can get the show start to finish in peace, hopefully, 
And you can talk about all of these moves with me. Just follow me on Twitter at Gabby Hurlbutt 10 and follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Red Sox. And you can also continue the conversation by leaving comments on YouTube or just tweeting at me because I'll see those and it's super fun to interact with people. So tweet at me, follow the show, follow my personal account and definitely check me out on Instagram at Gabby underscore Hurlbut 10. I like to post polls on there sometimes related to baseball and the Red Sox and it starts generating discussion. I love to be part of the conversation with you. So you should be part of the conversation with me. And don't forget to tune into the other Locked On Boston shows, Locked On Patriots, Locked On Bruins, Locked On Celtics, you name it. We have some great hosts here at Locked On. And if you want to stay well-versed in all of your Boston teams, just tune into one of those shows Monday through Friday on your favorite podcast feed as well. And you'll get all the information on those teams so that you can feel like you're very well-versed in what's going on in the Boston sports community. Because We wouldn't be Boston if we weren't a very passionate fan base that really cared equally about all of our teams. So check those shows out as well. And don't forget to download the SiriusXM app and search Red Sox because you can get the home broadcast of every Red Sox game on there. And if you're like me, that means you don't want to miss any pitches or any games. So jump on that while you're subscribing to the podcast, sharing it with your friends. Download the SiriusXM app as well and search Red Sox, and they will have you covered. Who else has you covered? Rafael Devers. The kid is an absolute stud. He's set up for a great career. He's only 26 years old. He's going to have such a fun next 10 years, really, which is crazy, with the Boston Red Sox. He was a 2023 Silver Slugger winner. He was the AL winner at third base. For those of you who don't know, a Silver Slugger award basically is awarded to the top offensive player at each position in each league. So he was named the Silver Slugger winner for third base for the American League because he was the top offensive player in the AL at that position. He reached the 30 home run 100 RBI plateau for the third time in his career. This was also actually his fourth season with at least 65 extra base hits and an OPS better than 125. He absolutely hammered the ball overall throughout the season. He had a 55.1% hard hit rate, which is a career best for him. And it was also tied for the sixth highest in MLB. So 55.1% hard hit rate. That's pretty good. Um, That shows that, you know, he's getting that power on the ball and he's hitting it in the right spots. So he's well on his way to be set up for a great career. I know it seemed like his 2023 season was a little bit overwhelming relative to what Rafael Devers can do. But if you think about it, his 2023 season was still pretty good and it wasn't even him at his best. So he's going to be that guy for years to come now. I don't think he's quite the team leader yet that the Red Sox need, which is why I think they need to bring another veteran in there, whether it's bringing JT back or somebody who can be an equivalent locker room presence like him. But I think in a couple of years, once Devers really fully has that confidence, he can be that guy that is looked up to by everybody in the Red Sox clubhouse. And is that guy that can say, Hey, I've been here for a long time. 
So I know the ins and outs of this organization. It's just like Xander Bogarts. Xander Bogarts had such a long tenure with the Boston Red Sox, and I thought he was going to retire with Boston. And it was so sad that that's just not going to be the case. Obviously, he did what was best for him. I don't blame him at all for making the decision that he did, and the Red Sox kind of dropped the ball on that. Hopefully he has a successful rest of his career, but Raphael Devers can be that Xander Bogarts 2.0, that guy that everybody associates with the Boston Red Sox. And everybody says, is that guy on the team that you know you can rely on on a day-to-day basis? I want Devers to get to that because there were times when I preferred to see another player at the plate over him in 2023. So if he can develop more of that trust by being able to get that big hit when needed in more situations, then fans will totally embrace that and be all about that. But he very much deserves that silver slugger award. I mean, people don't realize how difficult it is to achieve those accolades that he's achieved. So I'm rooting for Devers. I expect a big season out of him in 2024. I think it'll be his time to shine now that he has a year under his belt with the burden of having just signed that contract kind of being lifted a little bit. So hopefully he can go into the season and just stay motivated, stay confident and just do what Raphael Devers is getting paid to do. If he can do that, there should not be any reason to not have faith. Like I always say, go Red Sox and I will catch you on the flip side.